thing for a while Been in this thing for a while You don't even know my pain You can't even match my style You don't even know this game Been in this thing for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Yeah Yeah Last week, we recorded that episode, the Being Present episode, and Spike, I would, if I were to be honest with you, I, a bit, I, um, I don't always go back to the episodes uh, as, of, as of probably a few, and the reason I don't is because Sometimes I'm not ready to process. Don't you got to pro- listen to it when you edit it? I do in there, but I don't I don't listen all the way through. I only listen for what I know I probably need to chop that out. Or which is very rare. It's probably like in the last, I don't know, 40 episodes, I may have chopped out two times. So it's never really like I got to chop something out. It's, you know. Uh, but I kind of skim through. I kind of know the pieces and parts because it's like fresh right after so i don't listen to it as much because i'm processing it in real time and the double back is just like sometimes it's a lot which i respect our listeners because they come here every week and they take this information in they take this conversation in and it's really something so last week i actually uh this week i listened to last week's episode and again shouts out to vince this time yeah uh, D Hicks, Vince, uh, over there, Wild Black Podcast. I listened, and man, it was it. It's funny when you you remember things, and then when you go back, there's things that you don't remember. And that when I went back and listened, there was pieces, little. It was like little gems and corners of like just little things. You're like, damn, I forgot about that. And I'm glad that I went back to listen to that because I it really it was one of the it was one of the best episodes. I mean, I. I I don't know how many times we're gonna keep saying that. We just I feel like we just keep on like adding to it. But I wanted to ask before we Put start the, the show. Yeah, but, but like before we start the show, like we normally do like kind of a, a little bit of a real time review, letting the guest off, but since we finished out, I wanted to say what what did you think about that experience last week? This did his thing, man. Um Rich said it to us in the, the group chat text, man. Nigga coming behind y'all may not have to have guests for a while. Like coming behind him is like closing yeah. behind Bernie Mac. Boy. That's a legend out there amongst comedians. Nobody ever wanted to go on behind Bernie Mac because of how good he was. Uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed that experience, man. I, that's what this show is all about. That's what we started it for. Finally, someone a little bit older than me, Vince, at 47. I'm listen, getting to listen and learn. Um, I mean, it's just like I listen and learn from you from a younger generation getting to hear somebody who's been through or going through or to where we're aspiring to be in our podcast and media journey uh, it was dope and then even beyond that as a black man his focus and what he wants to accomplish and how he speaks to his family mm-hmm. passion that he speaks with uh, 
that, that was a really good experience. I agree with you when you said one of the best episodes. It was natural. It didn't yeah. come off as interviewing, which you hate. Yeah. It was really dope in the sense <laughs> of like just what this podcast is about, man. Three black men sitting down having a conversation and the other people can find benefit. I got messages from people that I didn't even know listen to podcasts. That 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 listen to podcasts that you didn't know, and I didn't even know listen to them. Like friends back in the day, really, I I I wouldn't wouldn't have even suspected you to be listening to podcasts and just message from them, man. Like man, this shit right here was this nigga. I needed this. I didn't even come across this, bro. Like if (laughs) somebody, I mean, I got we have mutual friends, so okay. Somebody will send it to them or be talking in passing or hey man, you heard what Lou doing lately or something like that. What what I think happened was it hit somebody because I know people that like I said are cool with each other, but I may not necessarily have spoken to them in years. Mm-hmm. And it'll register with somebody, and then they'll be like, "Hey man, now you got to hear this. Like it's somebody you know, somebody that had similar experiences to us on here talking about stuff that we talk about that usually don't get talked about." And that's how it just trickles down. And then you get an IG message or a Facebook message like, "Man, this shit right here was fire." And I'm like, damn, I ain't even know, nigga, you listen to podcasts and shit like that. So, that, that was dope, man. That was a really fire experience. Yeah, it was. We got to get Vince back in here, man. When you come down to Atlanta, we'll go play golf or something. He had a really good... Y'all go check out his podcast, Wild Black. He recently had Cornell West on there. I know. So, six degrees of separation. With that, Cornell West is running for president. We just sit down with vince who had that man on his podcast yeah, that's that's why that's why i have such a high level of respect for vince what's that because he mean what he say when he say when i want to be successful but not by myself bro i won't be up here by myself it's about my people for real he joined our podcast off the merit of black men black community and the merit of the relationship that y'all have for whatever the the depth of that is and knowing that he does the numbers that he does and knowing that we're up and coming podcast that's growing and to say, hey, no, I'm honored to be here and I want to I want to be a part of it. I'm going to help. I want to join in this fuse together in this content space. You didn't have to do that. I respect that so much. And then now you say he, he has I seen it in the stream. Cornell West is like who's running for president. It's like, bro. <laughs> It's crazy. Like that's how I don't know. Yeah, it's just I sit, I'm, I'm still I sit and had a conversation with this man. Exactly. One hundred percent. Still bomb. That's me. that's fire. Absolutely. Congratulations to you, black man. Yes, Continue sir. to push. Continue to push. All right, man, for this week, are we still doing we want to do some more leading stuff? Yeah, well you can go on, you can go on, uh bring it. Really happened this week, man. Yeah, nothing really happened in the world this week, but for the drop as far as you guys know where you at, you know what yeah. we do, this is Another week in the books, as we just talked about, man, what a little bit with this podcast is about. Black men having conversations, elevating those conversations and spreading them to the world so they can hear and be more familiar with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is chapter 58, Mo. Yeah. Chapter 58 is what they don't see. Yes, sir. Dealing with embarrassment. We talked about this a little bit with crying at the lunch table. Kind of, yeah, and to an extent, yeah, you're right, you're absolutely right. I, I thought about that at some point. Um, I mean, some things need to be revisited going back on, yeah, I, mature I, in this space, yeah. I, I can't, it's been so long, I can't quite remember the depths of it, but you're, I think a lot has transpired since then in a year's time. But, um, before we get into that, there's a couple I can't of things, remember the depths of what 
of that conversation that right, crying at the lunch table like I, I remember that like I, I mean talk about those moments but I, I I don't know how much we belabored it as adults you know what I mean I think that I, I was thinking about you know things that hadn't been spoken like yeah that's childhood more so but like being grown and I'll get into it like cause it, it's just like bro when the last time you heard a grown man say I was embarrassed I was just about to say, man, this Bro. I, I, I was still thinking childhood stuff. I can't think of. See? Because even if we do, we bury it anyway. Don't even see. Look, I'm about to drop the bar like battle rap too quick. Like, hold on. <laughs> but before we get there. Before we get there. <laughs> before we get there. You see, I got me back in my rapper bag again. You know what I'm saying? Just like a year ago. Just um, triggered that quick, right? Just boy, that quick. It's like hot dylon fire. All that. <laughs> <laughs> the cheesecake and walk and all that you know what i mean That's um funny. but uh so spike lou recently did an yes. odd friday yes FIFO. About it. That, that's a grown embarrassed moment oh man hold on was little, <laughs> hold on indulged. hold on because I, I need to walk through on this joint I need the Joe Button style through. storytelling when you give give us walk us through. I need yeah, yeah, I, the crazy thing is it ain't even gonna be one already. But go go go. <laughs> no, it, it's what Rich being rich. What we witnessed with our old two eyes. It's just a story. Man. I want to hear. I want to hear. All right, so so we get the you know we check it in. Uh, so I, I think it's gonna be on YouTube. So I stand corrected last week. I told y'all YouTube. My bad if y'all didn't check it out. It was on Twitch, even though I don't have a I don't have Twitch, but. Uh, so I'm on I'm on FIFO's uh, Instagram and he's live and I'm like waiting for them to drop the drop. I see I see I see that little bottle in the middle. I said, oh man, okay. I see Spike over there. He's kind of kicking and chilling. I'm like, okay. I'm seeing people in the comments. FIFO looked like he was already vibing out. I was like, all right. They get this thing started. I mean, what was it? Song two. Spike Lou becomes Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> when, when he was a heel, this man was like, "It doesn't matter what your name is." Like, dude, this guy was. <laughs> what was you drinking, bro? That's the first question. <laughs> that was just some tequila, man. But I was mostly putting on. It was content over everything. But yeah, it was just tequila. No okay. Tequila. What was your mindset going into outside of the the music part of it? The the the. The, the Spike Lou off air, like the I'm having fun. I'm yeah. I'm just me without the having select. fun, right? That's the only reason that I was drinking because I don't as much yeah. as I used to. But I wanted to be able to relax. I wanted to be able to have fun. That's hard for me. Yeah, uh, there's a reason. <laughs> so that's part of the reason, probably why I had too much to drink because I really wanted to have fun. Mm-hmm. It was something that I was looking forward to in the sense of southern music. I call that my wheelhouse. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure I was loose enough not to go in there and overthink stuff and just be able to have fun, play to the crowd. And I really, really wanted to win. I ain't gonna hold you. Like I wanted to win. I know you did. I know they, you did. They biased over there. The they were was... biased as fuck. Man, well, I didn't even get. Well, I, I think I got to like round eight. I wanted to find out what. Like, do you got your list around still? No, nah, FIFA got it. I got it. Damn, that's all right, bro. Remember, I ain't even gonna hold shit. <laughs> I, know, I really don't I, even I remember. It was about round eight, bro. Out. Y'all should. I said, my man. Was I he blowing high. me out in line and round it? Nah, he was nah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He really. It really was like close the whole time, bro. Like there was a couple of times yeah. where, like when because you, you took the lead for a moment and then he came back at the at the three spot and I was like, okay. Uh, but I mean, it was a close. It was close the whole time. 
I just it's it, I still don't know. I don't know what your like Lil Wayne is your guy, and I don't know why you did him like that. I just like bro. That's why I say oh he drunk. <laughs> I said this brother had uh, this is literally play the hits version of the South right now, and this guy plays. <laughs> what it was? What was I that? Was full was, troll mode. I was trolling them. Really. I, but I they worked though, I, boy. Let me tell you this before we move on. <laughs> and, like I want to commend you on being able to like bring a real performative aspect. I feel like you were extending yeah. yourself. I'm not saying that's not a part of your character or personality. It just ain't been it really what I've ain't seen. Though. So I get what okay. you're saying. It's okay. really not, bro. Okay, it's really, really not, and that's what. That was my goal going into it too, which is probably why I had a little too much. But I, that's what to I wanted it, yeah. to do. I had a, I had, I heard, I had a conversation. What well, was the next night? But yeah, about I was having a conversation with a marketing strategist just about some of the things that for the brand that need to be done as far as being more performative can't be something that you shy away from. Like mm-hmm. if you want to be noticed for doing this, you can't just say, "Oh, I want to do it my way." Something, some things. You got to open up to him and be like, okay, I'm going to do this because this is what needs to be done to be successful. Mm-hmm. I can't just be stuck in my way and be like, I'm, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to go here. I don't want to be around these people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. That's what it is. It, it's, it's important. I'm to get better at that. And, that, and all that, no, that, it's important. It's very important uh, for, you know, to get outside of the box sometime. And what I've learned, bro, because I used to be like, like being a rapper at one point, like, I used to be just uncompromising with like anything, you know what I'm saying? Like you won't compromise, you won't compromise. How's this? You know what I'm saying? Straight Philly Atardo style. Right. But I realized even now, just in this this social media and this podcast space, I'm learning. I'm learning the game as far as how can you play the game. Like J Cole had to learn how to put out a workout hit and still be lyrical while coming up with a hit because he knew his music wouldn't be put on the radio otherwise. So that what you did, I looked at as it, you were having fun, but it was a good strategy to go in in regards to like I'm building a profile, I'm building something here, and I can get behind the mic, but I also got showmanship. I'm I, you're a salesman. I can sell it. We talk about it. So I appreciate you doing. I'm glad you had fun. I hope that I hope was you hung over. I think oh. it too. I was about two days now, I believe. Oh, oh you can't do that, boy. Ooh. Yeah, but I did. I had some meetings and stuff the next day, so I had to bounce up. Oh, yeah, you had to it thug was, it out. It was a long time. It, it, it took a minute to get like, you know how sometimes you'll, you'll be the next day and you'll be maneuvering, but you like, God oh, damn, man. man yeah. I, I feel like I got hit by a truck. Bro, bro. Yeah, one of those. Like, yeah. shit. So I don't do that too much, and I don't want to be known for daddy. You of know course, I want to make sure that ain't part of my persona. Yeah. But every now and then, just to have fun like that. But at, at, when you get old, boy, you understand like it ain't. I can't do that. Boy. I commend people that can go out and do that shit every night, nigga. That shit is fucking crazy. It, no, it really Oof. is. It, I mean, Man. yeah, it was. But yeah, I, I, that, was, that was dope. I'm, I'm glad it was just again. I was just. I was scared the next day because I couldn't really remember that I may have went too far. So that was my biggest. I'm oh, talking about yeah, embarrassment. That's what I may have been embarrassed about because I wasn't. I wasn't really. What, sure. what, what was you thinking? That was a possibility in real. Life? I don't know. I, oh, I had wow. no clue. To be honest with you, I had no clue. Uh, they called it the next day and was commending me about the performance and stuff. So I just didn't have. I really didn't have a solid idea. When I talked to them, they said like, "Nah, man, it was good. Went nothing too far. We appreciated it." So it worked out. Okay, really cool. worked out. 
man. Uh, and I think, I mean, again, and we're going to move on, but like, and we talked about support a few episodes ago, but like, it was a pleasure to watch and, you know, and you even was reacting to some of our texts in real time. So that was cool. It was, it, it was, it was just cool to see that. And I mean, like I said, I was, I seen, I was looking at the messages in there and they was, they was here for it. Like they really yeah. was here for it. It's like, man, Spike and Turn Hill tonight. I'm here for it. Like all of them, they got they got what you were doing. So I'm telling you, I seen the love and, and, and people, they even had fun like joking on you. Like they were they yeah. was with you and, and they was joking on you, but they, they really enjoy you've really carved a lane and a mark over there. So I think Thanks. like from you doing a you know professional and then like kind of loosening up the tie like you did on our Fridays, that was dope, man. That's what we do, man. That was dope. Big and better things to come for all of us. Absolutely, brother. I'm, I appreciate you checking it out and listening. I'm always surprised, you know, when people show support. Yeah. I don't know. That's just a neat thing. I'm always surprised. Oh, you seen that? So, yeah. Why, why, I really why? appreciate you. Uh, it probably has something to do with being an only child and hmm. the shit that we've discussed about no dad being there and people really not showing usually up. Usually coming and fucking. Yeah, that probably got something to stem with that. So mm-hmm. I probably have it in my mindset as an older adult. I ain't really talk through this in no therapy or nothing, but I do probably got it in my mindset as an older adult. All you just got to do with it, like nobody's going to come or be paying attention. Just don't worry about that. So then when somebody does comment on it, it's like, oh, shit. You know, is it, it makes you feel good, though. I definitely is appreciate it, Is it easier to do that to um, we talk about before, like controlling your expectations? Is it easier to mm-hmm. kind of not put any expectation in regards to like somebody gonna show up that way i don't have to feel a type of way if you don't hell no not for me and that's probably part of it too i put a lot of pressure on myself Hmm. um like it's been like yeah i don't even know where it comes from i've been like that since i was a child i don't so I'm, i'm not sure if i told a story here before but just to speak to what you said i remember my second year playing football i was eight years old and i i can't remember if i told this story if i have just tell me okay but i was it was my second year playing football i was eight years old i was a little fat kid so i was playing on the line my first year the second year i played receiver or like tight end right so right before it was the nighttime game it was a big game and shit and right before the halftime i went out for a pass and it hit me like right in my chest and i dropped it now, yeah, ain't no my mom, dad, nobody ain't there, but nigga, I'm bawling, crying. And the, and the coach came up to me, was like, "You hurt? What's wrong?" And I never get Coach Bailey. He was probably one of the best coaches that I had, but he came up, he was like, "Well, what's wrong?" I like, man, I, I, I dropped the ball at eight, crying like that for dropping the ball. Wow. And nigga, I had never done that shit before in my life, but it's just the expectation that I held. And he pushed me away. He said, "Man, nigga, thought something was wrong with you. Like you, like everybody drop a ball, but it was just." my mindset that i felt like i had to be perfect i was doing this and trying to show no one else other than myself so i i hold myself to a higher regard even if it was somebody that watched like i'm trying to be perfect it come off sometimes good or bad but i'm trying to be the fucking you know i don't have past it it's something i like so to answer your question so it ain't really if people were there or not so what then what do so because you it seems like you don't we talked about you don't kind of embrace the milestone it's not you don't embrace the milestones in real time or like the acknowledgements a lot in real time and and so and then it seems like your expectations for yourself are much higher than people would be and you care a lot more about if you disappoint or don't disappoint yourself in what you're doing 
and then and then you you was the only child and you kind of move on the solo dolo tip what do people serve for you right now in regards to like fandom or like just support what what can people actually give you that you can't give yourself kind of based on how you are that makes you be like man i needed that from elsewhere not within um that's a great conversation i mean that's a great question um I like when people can still be themselves and be authentic. So how people serve me is me being able to be comfortable enough to say what I feel and then being able to agree with it or challenge it. You know what I'm saying? Like just being able to have conversations with people in authenticity like this. This serves me in a sense of I know you're not going to get on here and cater to me, you know, or don't expect anything like that from me so we can get on here and have authentic conversation and bounce ideas off of each other you can say man i was way off or man he was way off or whatever it may be but you get to show up as your authentic self and have authentic conversations that's how people serve me now i don't have to agree with you i don't got to disagree with you we can have the conversation i can listen to your thoughts share with you what i think and you can respond back you don't have to get uh to a place where it's a dislike or disdain because of what we're talking about but just being able to show up and be your authentic self around people and with people that's what i get the most from all the judgment and shit comes from me like i'm i'm gonna do that for myself so i don't really care it don't do a, a lot for me. like i appreciate when people give me positive feedback of course everybody likes that i enjoy when people be like hey man i like that that was dope that was good or whatever it may be to a certain extent but I get more from people just being their authentic selves with me when people can be comfortable around me. They don't got to put a mask on. They'll have to like, oh, I think he this way, so I'm going to act this way. And they acting fake and ain't the type of person they are. That's what I get the most from people. You can just have a real conversation and just be real with each other. It ain't necessarily even got to be a conversation, just sharing real emotions. Those, and that's what I get most from people today. Because you run into so much fake shit, so much social media shit where people only posting the best or whatever it may be. Yeah. Man, my barber said some of the realest shit to me about two or three weeks ago that most men won't even say. And I mean, nobody knows his name here because there are a couple people listening. But he was saying he's a couple years older than me. He was like going through stuff with his baby mom and all of these different things. And he was in a genuine moment, jokingly. But still genuine said, man, how long do I got to do this? Just in the sense of like, just life is fucking hard. How, how transparent are people with you? Or, let me rephrase that. How often do you get to be that trans? Because he and I have a relationship. I, I mean, he's been coming out here for 10 years. We're friends now. Not just I have a Harvard. question around this too. I'm I just refer to him. I just refer to him as that to people who know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But this is my friend. And very rarely do you get to be vulnerable with your friends like and ask a real question like man I'm like you said it a couple of weeks man I'm tired bro mm -hmm. like I, I I don't know if I can carry on and he would and what not in the sense that he wanted to kill himself or nothing crazy like that but he's just yeah. like man some days I wake up and I ask myself like bro how long do I gotta do this shit yeah bro like this is hard fighting with my baby mom and trying to get custody and doing these things so I just thought that was real and that's what I appreciate most when people can be real with you and you can be real with them in safe spaces um I want to ask I wanted to ask something based on that too and it kind of makes a little more sense with what I'm gonna ask but I wanted to kind of elaborate a little more on that um it's it is such a challenge bro because it's like you, you go through life and sometimes it's just like you're looking for a finish line right like you there's there's an end point there's a completion point 
because <clears throat> we we are conditioned that way when we were kids. Are we leaving elementary? We're going to middle school. We're going to school, high school. Some of us college. There, but there's finish lines. But then when you become an adult, it's like this constant. Rat race. It's a constant rat race. Yeah, and there's really no finish line because even when you achieve, you're still going. So it's it's very hard. I've been talking to my wife and just really trying to make peace with things, and it's. It's really hard, bro. Like at moments, like I know me and you, we've talked and me and her had a conversation and it's just like as of recent, I'm I'm just having a really hard time without my family being around. And you mean like your mom and yeah, your sister, sister, my, my dad. It's 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 a real challenge for me that and you are you're around your wife's family, right? Yes. My mama's side. Yeah. So I'm sure that has to do something too, right? Like she's there with her family. You ain't there with your people necessarily. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Sure that, it, it it you know the relationship that we had with her family, as far as the, the dad side, it was a little bit more merged. So I could I would like rock over there, like that's my people's too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like here, it's not necessarily the same. The love is there, but. It's, I think the common commonality is just not quite the same. Uh, so, but just for me, just the, the pull up action. I'm pulling up on mom. What y'all doing? Ah, we're coming through. What we about? What y'all about? Y'all going somewhere? Let's go get by. Just that simple. And I realized, like you were talking about a while back, it's like you got 70 more time, 30 more, 20. And it's just like, yeah, as we get on this journey time. of being successful, things really, and I'm having another child, it just puts things in perspective for me what's like really important. And it's like, mm. That's why I wanted to do the being present episode because, like, it, how, like Vince said, like, how good is it to be successful if I'm the only one? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's I gotta enjoy this shit by myself. Yeah, so it's a challenge. Yep. You know, it's God answered my prayer. He blessed us to be able to move here. It's just a give and take thing. You know, I I, I strongly dislike living in Indiana, but I love my people, my little circle that I had, my little friends That's- that I had, but I love living here. But I have nobody. I mean, really, like that. I'm. I connect with outside, like really, my wife or whatever. So yeah. it's it's a strong give and take that I'm not trying to be a complainer about, but I'm just trying to find peace with that idea and concept, bro. It's crazy, man. Absolutely, man. Like, no, I get what you're saying because again, yeah. I'm I'm hearing it loud about myself. Yeah. Like, I don't that that you said something. It stuck out to me like the pull up aspect. Mm-hmm. Like when I go home, I can just pull up on my mom and mm-hmm. just chilling, or your cousin, or your homeboys, like people that have known you forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. people that you just met, or not people who you still trying to get the groove of, or yeah. you know, whatever it may be. But just like you said, pulling up on your mom and your family, it ain't nothing like nothing, that, bro. And I miss that too. I, I 100% feel what you're talking about. Man. I never thought that. Yeah, like I thought about just going back home to the sure. sense of like you said it's only a couple more times bro that mm-hmm. this is going to be able to happen and i appreciate it so much more now than i used to like even anytime that i'm in a city like people will pull up on me and they'll know like oh, my family like where we are and oh, what i'm yeah. doing so that's that's definitely i i feel you a million percent it's, it's it's just it's it's just so needed for all those that are like, you know, maybe you may contemplate moving or whatever. I, I, and I've even spoke this to my mom. You know, I tell her, like, I love it here. But I said, Mama, it does get challenging. You know, I, I will tell you, like, it is it is a challenge. Like, I miss y'all so much. Like, it's, sometimes it's hard to FaceTime y'all. 
because I just y'all look. I mean, you well, look like you want to be around. Yeah, it's like I, I want to be bored with y'all. Don't be in the group chat and all of them in the same yeah. city. They having barbecues. You know, and shit you see all what I'm saying? Like this, coming. Yeah, on, like this. happens with me. Yeah, like my family got a group chat and I'm in there. Well, we we pulling up at this such and such time and they'll throw a joke. Yeah. Oh, what time you coming? No. Talking to me and you know just yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely it's it's a challenge, bro. Like people you know, gotta. I think the biggest challenge when you get older, and and here's the biggest challenge of it for me, becoming older realizing that we're not immortal realizing that you know it doesn't last forever and, and losing my grandmother about two years ago you start to understand at 30 35 40 like damn bro like i remember being a little kid running around these events that i see my little cousin them running around in like that literally like it ain't it ain't some long slave memory where you thinking it was 200 years ago like when you used to hear your auntie and your uncles talk you're that person now you're looking at it like god damn that was fast yeah, bro. bro i remember i was wishing to be the grown-up here and now i'm the grown-up here and this kid's running like how many more times before i'm the old person here yeah and the old people who i'm appreciating now they gone yeah like you it, it just it once you, once you hit a certain age in your life as a man you just start thinking about things like you're not uh as far as you saying wondering about it and stuff you're not alone like that happens to all of us once you start yeah. reaching a certain age especially when people start dying yeah. people that have been around your whole life that you could call yeah. all the time talk to yeah. and then he's like Shit. yeah bro like that so that's the, it and bringing new life being blessed to be able to bring new life into this world with my wife it's like you know what i mean it's like i want to share these moments you know i want to share with y'all i mean you know, it's it's it, on this journey to, in of pursuit. This is kind of back right. to last episode. On the journey of pursuit, you got to understand the sacrifices. Like, we're, I mean, this is not like some like <laughs> some big Joe Budden podcast or whatever you want to call it, but like it is a sacrifice. The move that you made to Atlanta, the move that we made to Florida, like it is a sacrifice for real. Coming from like the states that we came from to move into a bigger pool, it's a real sacrifice. So it's you can't have it you can't always have everything your way and i'm okay with that i just got to figure out my common peaceful space with it do i need to like set up four trips a year and i'm staying for a week or i gotta do something i know i gotta do something and it's gotta it's because i i need them i need them yeah. I, I'm, I love yeah, i love feed, doing all they feed they your phone exactly your soul, yeah Exactly, and I, I feel love. different when I leave from home. You get all that looks like, uh, like Mitch say, <laughs> like Mitch say, man, I think like I can't get into some. Yeah, I love the game. I can't remember the exact. I love the game. I love the hustle. Yeah, I love man. the game. I, I feel like hustle, one of them man. ball playing niggas or something. Yeah, like the people. Like it, it, that shit feels good when you're around people who got genuine love for you. Like, like they yeah. see you grow. They're proud of the shit that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, they can joke with you. Like you can have fun. Without yeah. you know it, 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 it that that is different, especially when you pick up and leave and you go back and you're like, damn man, I missed yeah. this. Yeah, gotta make it count. So I mean, I know that was a little side tangent there, but I, I'm, I'm it's good to know that you know you. I mean, I think you, you mean you. Are, yeah, yeah, we ain't done. Yeah, so, um, but I did want to ask. Uh, I think you've said this before, so I guess it kind of changes on a sidebar. But you you said a few times like this is like barbershop talk. I yes. wanted I wanted to ask what barbershop talk like this. 
definitely talk like this at every well because <laughs> i was like i, I think this is more of like your home to. close homie talk like I, I, I don't know i'm good friends with my boy see bro. that's what so i'm that's, like like that's yeah. i have a bias but so okay. my boy bro, i started getting my haircut by him maybe 10 years now he has a studio in his home hmm. so only like his most of the crazy thing is i know most of his clients because i go over there and chill we'll just be sitting up there talking or whatnot and people come in and come out and sit there and chill he got a really close relationship with most of uh the people whose hair he cut um and no these are the type of conversations that we have and of course a lot of it is bullshit about tv and music and a lot of it's about that you don't really watch sports so it's not a lot of sports talk but yeah we get into shit like that yeah. all the time that i've been getting my hair cut there especially after the first maybe two three years once you really get to know someone and then once he got it he used to for the last maybe at least eight years he had his own space so like one of those studio spaces where you got your own room or now the studio space that he got in his house so it's intimate it's an intimate setting it ain't just like random people walking in like oh, i want to cut bro so most of the people in there i know uh, they know me we've had conversations before so at least it's kind of talk like this we hope we joke with each other hold him accountable for bullshit that he be on mm-hmm. call each other out stuff like that so when i say barbershop talk that's what i'm used to okay. at least for the last decade in America. was it like that in, in, in tennessee for some people i didn't hang, i wouldn't so let me see the barbershop was a hangout spot in tennessee Mm-hmm. It's just for different reasons. Niggas was trapping out. Of there. <laughs> niggas was trapping out of there. He was getting. So that was the reason that it was a hangout spot there. So niggas, yeah, it was the same kind of vibe. Niggas knew each other. And yeah. You sit in there, you talk for a while. I mean, you but kicking it, it you know, you shooting it. Yeah. yeah, it's sports. Niggas playing chess and shit like that. It okay. wasn't like you like. It wasn't like I'm saying now. Yeah. But niggas actually know each other, know who each other. And again, I was younger there too, so yeah, of course, then, even then you wouldn't have some of those conversations, right? Exactly. Yeah. I ain't got time to sit up here and talk to y'all, the old ass niggas. Let me get out here in these streets. <laughs> I'm getting What's it. going on? I'm right, right, I'm getting it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't want to hear none of this shit. I just, I, I thought it was cut my hair. <laughs> cut hurry, hurry up too. I ain't trying to be here all day. I ain't to be here all day, bro. I had a barber, bro, that used to stop. Like when he started cutting at his house. Like, bro, it was the worst thing that ever happened. This dude, like, I would come over. I say, bro, wh- I will pay you extra. What do I got to do to be first? And he, he'd be like, man, you come. What time? I said, well, how early can you get? He's like, you come at 930. I'm coming at 930 at the apartment. This man don't walk downstairs. He has, like, one of the apartments. You come and you go straight up the stairs in the house. Like, it's not in the hallway. And so this man would come out to the balcony, drop the key down. I open the, open the door, go up the stairs. This man got his do-rag on washing his face. Oh my gosh! Then Barbers got the word. They be on their own type of time because ah, they, 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 they know you need them though. Because they know you need them. My barber still do this. To, the guy I'm talking about to this day still do that. Nigga had you hanging out three, four hours. Like, bro, I, bro, I came to get a haircut. Now we four got, hours. I, in. My ego too crazy. Now, wanted me man. to watch a TV show and all of this bullshit. Let yeah, that's what I'm go. saying. Yeah, the DVDs. Again, I usually set I set aside time. I'm, I'm going to get my haircut. I'm probably going to be gone for a minute, like four or five hours. This is even in a relationship? Yeah, I was say, you got a wife, so you can't. I was like, bro, what type of, yo, what type of time you hold, my guy? Five hours at the barbershop, you're cheating. Even in a relationship, yeah. Even in a relationship, it used to be about that long. Not because, again, when I was in a relationship, she understood that I was cool with my wife. 
So this is like a whole thing. Too. It's a thing. Yeah, like I'm sitting up here, we chilling, we talking, or whatever it may be. And plus, she would, she would call. I would answer. She would hear where I'm at. Like it wouldn't be no, you disappeared. Right. You were supposed to be at the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? I like to be straightforward with people, so I don't remember lies as well enough. You know? But yeah, even in a relationship, four five hours, like, but she'll call two or three That's times. Yeah, I'm still still here, still right here. You hear the people in the background, don't you? Yeah, so, okay. yeah. <laughs> still here. You hear the you ain't pulling that you, off. You over the face, man? No. <laughs> That is you pull it uh, no. You, there's not there's not a thing in the world I can say I was doing for four or five hours that ain't work. That's funny. Or church where it's you, well, you got to think too here in Atlanta. It's an hour or two and an hour from. So anywhere you go is gonna take at least two hours. You driving an hour to get. So you count all that in the five, back. or you saying five plus the? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 hell no. Nah. Now you oh, now man. you getting into like, like you saying territory. Oh, okay. talking about seven eight hours for. Yeah, that's that. what now I was saying. I was like, something bro. wrong. But in the five hours, you include the hour okay. to get there, the hour to get back. So that's three hours. Hour for a cut, that's three hours. Okay, you sitting here chilling for a minute. It's reasonable to be gone from okay. maybe 12 to 4, 435. All right. But yeah, I just, when now, you said barbershop talk with this, I was like, I don't know if this show is, I, I don't know what the tag is. Other, You know, obviously elevating black conversation amongst black people. But I was like, I don't know. It's because I mean, yeah, my barbershop. My barber in Indiana, we would have like personal talks, but it still wasn't this level. Like this level is some like high conscious, vulnerable conversations. I'm not, I've never had like that type of vulnerability with a barber before. Now I will say though, even when I was in Tennessee though, when, uh, before I moved here, the barbershop that I went to, niggas would get into the conversations like that every now and then. Yeah, it every now and then. All the time, but yeah, it would, you would, you would have some compelling conversations even in my earlier days of going to the barbershop. Mm. All my barbershop experiences were in it. Cause now I'm thinking even back to when I was a younger kid, the nigga who used to cut my hair, his name was Lucky. That nigga used to get like all the niggas from the, the hood used to come to his barbershop and just be down there gambling and hanging out and niggas would be talking and joking and shit. So it's always been like a fellowship experience yeah. for me with barbershops. Yeah. All right, well that's interesting. I, I might may come back and see how I view this show like what type of talk this is barbershops, i mean my barber he is i don't know if he's hispanic or cuban i don't know if he's hispanic or cuban oh hell no nah, nah, no nah, 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 it ain't he cut he he he, he quiet he just come on oh yeah he cut my hair and he just be quiet with it i mean i've talked to him before like you know but he's more of a you talk to me yeah he a young boy he like 18. Oh, for real! I couldn't believe it. I thought he was older, bro. I thought he was like twenty four or something. Like he tatted up everything. Like I did not know he was that age, bro. I was like, oh, That's interesting. all right, you know. But he's he's doing he does his thing. So, but yeah, that was it. I just I just thought that was interesting, man. But uh, but this week, um, we talking about embarrassment, and I found this. I don't know how I exactly came up with this thought. It wasn't too much longer after, uh. Our last episode, I started to really think about this, but yeah, you hit me with this really early. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do like, better with that thinking too. About this. Yeah, I try to. I'm trying to do better with that too because so much is going on, and so much is going to start happening that I want to make sure that I'm on top of. Soon, as something hits your mind, if it's worth a conversation, yeah, let's get to it. Um, but <clears throat> I know we've talked about we've talked about embarrassment, maybe a yep. piece or portion at some point. Um, there have been moments that I have thought about 
and being embarrassed as a grown man and how I buried it, especially if no one was around, how I buried it. And instead of just being honest, I was embarrassed. I would bury it and turn it into some other kind of energy. Like, oh, the, you know, the audacity. I can't believe like I'm, I'm whatever it's like. But really, it's like I'm embarrassed because of these. Re- and it's like I just it made me ask, like, when the last time you heard a black man, a man say, bro, I ain't gonna even lie. I was embarrassed. I don't even know if I've ever heard that before as a grown man talking about the adulthood. Yeah. Um. You did right though to specify this black man, right? Because okay, right. You do see the corny white dude or the corny foreign dude. Oh man, that was embarrassing, right? Yeah, exactly. ah, shucks. I think that, and I don't want to turn this into a finger pointing thing, but they're given the freedom to be embarrassed. We're not. Hmm. Like again, where where would you and I go with our embarrassment? Where where do you feel comfortable telling someone that you were embarrassed? Maybe your wife, probably. I'm pretty comfortable, but I just it's just never brought up, I guess. And I don't know what the capacity because of the, the, the reasons you're going with. Right. Which you mean you're not sure if you told someone that they would even care? I'm not sure how it would come up because they're not even in that space of comfort to even go down those lines of embarrassment in some kind of conversation. So it's probably like what you're saying, like it's buried, you know, like it's buried or I never admit it. I never do. I'm not going to come out knowing, man, you know what? That one time I was embarrassed, bro. Like, I'm not going to come out of nowhere. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Say like I was embarrassed. Like I'm not going to lead a conversation, but I just have never. I, I remember like my father-in-law, he is it, a lot of times where like I. It was a lot of times where we would have conversations. We had many good conversations when our relationship was up, but like it was a lot of times I had noticed that like there was no admittance of like you looked bad there. And I remember when I there was a first time a story came up and he was telling me and it and I thought oh it's gonna be another one of those like whatever story, but he he was like actually looked bad in it and I was I respected it so much because I was like wow. yeah, he told the story. Yeah, that he so told us. Do you do you mean like? everyday clumsy like i tripped and fell embarrassed or are you talking about like life altering i got a dui embarrassed like because like, there's a difference altering. right yeah okay, that life altering you, joint you, and even if it's something uh, small that becomes a life altering something that sticks with you that you still right. are uh mindful of because i got a few scenarios you got a few embarrassing scenarios as, yeah. as an as adult a, as, as, as an adult Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that. See, look, this guy. <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> like, Jesus. And then you put all that extra on it, man. Cool. Uh, no, nah, nah, I ain't mean it that, <laughs> that way. That got. Just... He might got one. That's what he's telling you. His forty years. That's of not life. what I'm saying at all. I, 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 smaller ones on a daily basis, I probably have more account for. Like, damn, I couldn't believe I done that. I have, like you said, the major ones, like DUIs. I've been fired from jobs before. Um, yeah, fire from job. That's one of the ones. One of the, one of the most embarrassing experiences as an adult was going to jail, um, hanging out in the wrong place, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, not really being able to explain how it happened to people that cared about me. Like, yeah, that, that was embarrassing. I was twenty, but I, 
depend on what you define as adult too. Like I, I mean, no, we, we, we once you out of school and you, you, yeah, we, yeah, we count that. This is like twenty three. But what, what specific part about it that resonated today that was like the most embarrassing part of that scenario? Because it's normally something that stands out the most. I mean, the whole experience is, but there's something that sticks with you that you you think about when you think about that scenario. Um, the most embarrassing thing is that people don't really know um how do you say this they don't know what you have going on right like there's this especially when you're younger you're presenting these different hats i'm this person over here i'm this person over there i'm this far and this all the way out here over here with these people so the person that you present to some people them hearing like you went to jail and and it was drug charges and guns were involved and all this shit like oh what what in the hell like i would have never expected that mm -hmm. so it's embarrassing because there's this certain image that certain people have of you that now they see and they're like damn motherfucker, was he lying to me the whole time so now you feel like a piece of shit more so because you're presenting a person that you haven't been able to live up to at least in my experience for mm -hmm. me that's what happened because even as a nigga was outside as i say that we were it wasn't nothing where i was disrespectful in front of my mom or my family right so for me to call my mom and be like oh i'm in jail that was a surprise to her because to her knowledge ain't nothing that you out here doing that you should be in jail for and that may not necessarily be the truth that may be because you hide it well from you know that part of your life with your family and your mom or whatnot so the most embarrassing part was maybe being looked at as a liar like you were hiding something or doing wow. something that they like you had a whole nother life that they weren't aware of and them having to ask the questions of okay like so what's really going on like what happened are you good like, do you have a problem is something wrong mm. because when someone when people are green to that and they're square they don't understand hey this just something that happens when you're doing this like it's just really a part of it mm. you, you can't explain that to a mom or a grandma or a cousin that ain't got nothing to do like don't have any understanding of it. you can't explain i mean like well niggas is outside and they do what you're doing like of course at some point you're gonna go to jail like just be happy yeah. it wasn't a big charge yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's hard to explain to someone and that's embarrassing to be like well shit now a motherfucker probably looking at me like they look at every motherfucker before mm -hmm. like i know my mom compared me to my dad in that situation it was like well hey look i i've seen this story before my nigga and i'm here to tell you i ain't here for it like if that's the road that you want to take i'm letting you know that i'm clocking out right now that's what she told me and for you to be like well god damn that's not blaming her at all not being like well damn mama that ain't fucked up but being like well shit, that's what you think that that's the road you think that i'm headed down yeah you can't you write me, me off already up. right right like well let me button up so that's the embarrassing part about it, i would say for me what say you that's deep I, I can see why that doesn't become a conversation because it is very layered yeah, like who you have that with? That's right? a very like, who layered. Who you have that with? <laughs> that's so layered. Like it's it's so many. Uh, for me, like of course the DUI, but it was the second one, and that that second one really what? I, know, I that mean, was scary. I, yeah, well, it was. I know that was scary. Uh, that that was me was like that was terrifying. Nigga, getting two, I couldn't. Yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. That first one was scary because I, I, I mean I never been. To, I mean, well, I, anyways, underage drinking in college, but yeah. I don't really whatever. But like that second one was so different. Like I spoke before, because I hit somebody. Now people treating you like a piece of shit. Yeah, you know. But the directly most if I'm wrong, but now people treating you like 
it's well, people, it was, everybody went in on the loop, really. You know, um, but what was so embarrassing was that my mom had just got in town. Uh, she was moving here, moving to Indy. And so she was going to be staying with us. And so I I called my wife. And so literally when I was getting, when the police pulled up, I literally was handcuffed and put in the car when my mom and my sister pulled up. I mean, mom and wife pulled up. That was the most, one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. I'm like, bro. Like, because my mom and sister, they helped bail me out the first time. So for her to pull up, move back here, stand with us, and to see me get locked up, and I tie it back to what you were talking about with, with Odd Fridays, that feeling of I want to have a good time, I want to have fun, because I'm not, I'm so not used to it. I'm, I'm going over the top because I'm compensating for something. I'm drinking more than I should be because I'm compensating. comfortable. Because be well, yeah, I'm trying to be comfortable, and I I want this feeling. I want to make this last forever with my homeboys hanging out. Because I don't know when I'm gonna do this again. I don't know what life. Will, I don't know. So I'm going harder than anybody when it comes to indulging. But that I've learned now. Take it easy, bro. Relax. You're gonna get another chance. At least that's the mentality I gotta have. Man, when they locked me up, and my mom was like, oh, I, "I mean," and then even, and then when I got out, of course, I spoke about like the embarrassment of like my wife seeing me, and I couldn't even lift my head up like that. That's by far, as a grown man, that's probably the most embarrassing. But like, uh, one that I never spoke of, like <laughs> as a grown man, like I was, I, my me and my wife was boyfriend girlfriend, and <laughs> I was, I, I was, I wasn't right. <laughs> I was right, bro. There was this girl at the time that I was like, kind of like, you know what I mean? Like side text, <laughs> side text, and trying to see what's up. I'll be about 20s, early 20s. And so I'm trying to see what's up. I don't know where the wires got crossed, but somehow my wife ended up taking like a fake number or something. And so I, at some point, we's boyfriend, girlfriend, at some point, I think I'm still texting this, this woman, this, you know, from college. And I'm texting her. And so here's where I get, bro. So here's where I get caught up. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend, we have plans. And then the other girl's like, we should meet up. I cancel plans with my girlfriend. <laughs> Try to meet oh, up. Bro. Bro. Jesus Christ. I can't bro. believe she married you. <laughs> God. Oh, bro. You I know mean, I know. Because you know how women is, bro. Oh, man. Do she bring that up? See, I bet nah, she you, brings you, that you, up. You, Nah, not really. Like, cause, 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 cause <laughs> not really. But she's still a well, it, to it, though. Well, here's why. Because there was an occasion when we got married, tried to pull it off again, and I was on my, I was on my up. Man, you I, I was clean, and then wow. I was clean because at that point I, I put that aside for real. I still was just nigga. Like that, that's nigga being a nigga. Like that's that's what I was. But that was so embarrassing because at that point I, I've always held myself to a certain standard. You know what I'm saying? Like even though I, I, I had some. Some tendencies like most men ways. do. Yeah, like most men do. Ways. You want to kind of look over the fence, but I never was like going to be on some like crazy. I ain't about nothing type nigga with with this girl, you know. But that was like definitely like hands down embarrassing when I got caught up on that. Like ah oh, man, I was in the doghouse. I can't even remember how long, but that was like, you know, what I think that was that was like the last straw before I like really got my act together for it. She must really love you, man. Hey, hey, I'm, a, I'm a decent, I'm a decent man, brother. Like, hey, hey man, I got women. Women see, you, women see the potential. Like that's their gift. Absolutely, like, they, see, they see the potential. She knew it's like, okay, he on something else, but there, he, he, some somewhere in there, there's something. But I mean, I, somewhere in there, that's a good man. Like I never, that's, that's dope. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, that that definitely was a uh, an embar- another embarrassing so, stories, man. That's an interesting thing that you bring up. Yeah. And I want to ask you about as we're into this topic when you're talking about relationships and being embarrassed with something that you've done to your woman. Mm-hmm. Do you think because there are not a lot of people that hold us accountable because we don't have those conversations when it mm-hmm. comes to like cheating and doing stuff outside of your relationship that men aren't embarrassed to do that in front of their friends? Or do you think that we just think that's acceptable and it's like cool? Like, you're talking about like they've been on some crazy together. in front of your friends. Like, you got like, like you got a wife at home, but you still like all us out and you still get numbers and you still ah, okay. do your thing or whatnot. Wouldn't you think that as a man that would be embarrassing for your wife and yourself? Especially if people know y'all. Do you think that men just look at it like, okay, that's what we do? Like, you mm. get his in. Like what makes us comfortable and not embarrassed to right, even, like knowing that our mans know we got a situation. That's one of the things for me. I would be embarrassed for that, especially if the nigga fucked with my girl. Like if she fuck with you and y'all cordial and whatnot, oh, and y'all talk on the phone, like I would be embarrassed. But I, I know I'm not like most people, and not trying to say that is giving myself a boost or anything. It's just yeah. a personality thing for me. Yeah, I see yeah. niggas do it, and I wonder why they are not embarrassed. Is it because Men don't hold them accountable to it. Is it just we don't That's give exactly fucks why. about it? That's exactly mm-hmm. why we don't. But who? Don't okay, hold so each other accountable. take it a step further. Then, <laughs> yeah, who gonna be the nigga that's gonna be like, hey man, you got a girl at home? Like, like yeah, who gonna hey, be the see? nigga that break it up when you talking to a chick because you got a wife and be like, hey bro, no, nah, no, nah, bro, you got a wife, bro. Like, how lame do that come off to us, right? Like, if we being a hundred percent, yeah, yeah, yeah like, in our twenties, in our twenties, like that's definitely like even we're not now doing- at forty. If I knew a nigga I, had I a wife, I wouldn't do that now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. You gonna go up to the nigga? If I knew a nigga had a wife and we was out oh, yeah. watching the game or whatnot, yeah. and I see him getting a little too cozy with a chick, I'm not. Well, I don't see, think that I'm going up and being like, "Hey, bro, man, think about your wife, bro." I, I'm not like. Are you gonna do that? Yeah, yeah, I would do it now. Yeah, I do it now. <laughs> you know what? I believe you, bro. That's what's crazy. Yeah, because I that, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not capping because I would. You think I'm like, oh, bro, think about the. I would be like, I, I would. Here's how I would do it. I would the do it. Crazy say, thing is, I believe you, Mo, but I don't think that most niggas is built like that. I know. Well, remember I'd this: I'm the same guy that ch- ch- uh, challenged my bros after the DUI on them saying, "Oh, y'all, my yeah, wife's you, y'all look at her acting set. like it's that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, y'all, you know. Uh, no, that's why I say it. I believe you. Yeah, I would. The conversations I mean, that we have and me knowing we, your personality, I believe you would say that, but you're. One of a few that would. This is what I'm saying. That's my point. Like, yeah. so why aren't most men? Why aren't most men that accountable? What do you think that is? I mean, a lot of them probably ain't never had no fathers around that told them had held them accountable. Like they told you, like, nah, you out of pocket. You remember when you had Rick on here and he was telling him like how he well he quit the football team and how his dad right. said, nah, that ain't that ain't mm-hmm. the way we do it. That ain't the way we it, do that. Yeah. So most yeah. of these men that don't do that, they don't do it because they ain't seen it. So it's like I mean nobody told me I couldn't. I mean Mama told me, but that's that's, a, that's my mom. That's a woman. Like I'm not looking at like hers. The one that's going to I'm a man. I'm gonna do what I do. Most of us don't. Most of us didn't have a father around to, to hold you accountable. Like this is a man checking another man. So when it comes to us checking another man, but like, it, I, but most men would feel like that ain't none of your business though, right? Like when does it become your business? Does she got to be your friend? Do you just got to respect him as a man and don't want to see him doing that? Like, at what point do you feel like 
I need to step up and say something because I think that's what most men yeah. struggle with. Yeah. You a grown ass man, bro. You can do it. If you want to ruin your family, bro, that's on you. Yeah. That's... Most men probably look at it that way, right? You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So at what point is it because I have a vested interest in you being happy with your wife? Is it because I ain't finna be the nigga who you was out with and you cheated on like what is it? Or at what point do a man be like, nah, I gotta say something, bro? It's not it's probably normally like when they have some kind of rapport with, with the their 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 woman. The wife. Like, you gotta have wife some type or the of girlfriend. But I think that you know, if even if you like you know I mean for me it's just like at this age now, rather it's your wife, your girlfriend, or like you really rock with her, you spoke about her, like you thinking about I'm going to be like, bro. Is it worth it for real for you, bro? Like, is it really worth it? Cause understand what come with it. Understand what come with it. If you if you want to get it off, you don't get it. You get it off. Because most niggas would do. It. I don't even know if I would do that. I ain't gonna hold. But, 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 but here's the thing. Like, you, I'm looking at it lose? like it what ain't none of my business. But what do you lose doing? I don't it? lose anything. But bro, like we spoken about this numerous times on this podcast about my problem with authority. Yeah. So that that that's what comes in for me. Like, who am I to be like, hey, bro, man, you got a, you got a wife, bro. I'm a friend. Like, you got kids. That ain't in a friend. It that's ain't a in good a point. You see what I'm saying? It is. Like, I, <laughs> you're teaching me right now. I'm just telling you what how I look at it. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at it like it's a grown ass man, bro. Like, yeah, I he know. know he got a family at home. <laughs> yeah. He know he got a wife. Like, he, he know all the responsibilities that he has. You're right. Why do I need to go reiterate this shit in this nigga is? Because sometimes again, I'm not disagreeing with you. No, no, either. no. I hear you. You saying trying to you get to that real. point where maybe I would be that person would be like, "Hey, bro." Because I mean, and then you, but, well, because you, you, you have experiences like of you know, making the wrong decision. Like, dang, I, I really, I, it's just sometimes they could be looking for a sign, bro. You don't even know. Like, they could be like, "Man, I'm really thinking about it. I don't know." And then you come through right at the right time and just say something that they will or won't. But it didn't hurt to say something. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, we're not, we're not, not going to be friends after I say this. That's, the, you know what I mean? It's like I'm going to say it. Think, like, damn, bro, think that's why a lot of men refrain from it because they ain't really good friends, and they think if they say something, oh, we ain't as close no more now. I can't be myself around this nigga no more because he's saying something when I'm spitting the bitches now. Do you uh, think they got something to do with it? I think it has something to do with it. if I do this, it changes the dynamics of this friendship. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm cool with what it already is. I'm cool with us just drinking. I'm cool with us just smoking. I'm cool with us just chilling. We kicking and watching. Yeah, we, you know, I, I'm cool with what the dynamics are. If I do this, now it becomes a place where I'm holding them accountable. And when did our friendship now start I'm having that nigga? Yeah, this ingredient. Uh, this wasn't Kareem an ingredient. <laughs> What's my nigga name on Minister Society? Now I'm that nigga. Uh, uh, Sharif. Kareem. Now I'm Sharif. <laughs> Nobody want to hear that bull. Like Nobody want to hear that bullshit, man. <laughs> but that's you know, and I mean, at, at your young twenties, for our younger listeners, like you probably won't do it. But it's like you're not a square or lane for doing that. Like you a stand up dude because you 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 just presenting the options. They gonna move how they gonna move. I've learned like don't put so much mm. stake in you changing their mind. Put the stake in. You see, I I I love you enough. To, to at least let me put this on your mind You may have thought about it you may not Let me just I'm gonna shoot this here cause I'm like bro I see how you moving I see oh, I see shawty she is bad And I know you got a whole situation at the crib bro I'm just gonna tell you like Women women got that intuition Do you really wanna go down this rabbit hole Cause this, this little 15 to 45 minutes of sex bro It could cost you more than you imagine You might wanna You might wanna just go ahead Take care of business on your own 
at the crib or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna give you that now. You do what you do. <laughs> Seriously, like you. Okay. Yeah. Here's 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 my biggest issue with that. And it's maybe a personality thing for me or somebody listening may be like, yeah, Lou, that's how I think too. Okay. When niggas do that, I think that's an ego thing on their end. When they speak up? Yeah, is it really that you're trying to protect me from something or are you trying to be holier than thou and be like, oh, well, I was the nigga that told him not to do it if it ever comes out. <laughs> what? I was the nigga. I, it was me. I was the pretentious <laughs> motherfucker in the back being like, nah, let's not go down that road. It looks spooky. Like, because again, it's maybe a personality thing okay. for me, but all a lot of the times I look at people like that, oh, this motherfucker is doing this out of ego. Mm -hmm. It's his ego that make him step up and say something because you said something in that that rundown that struck that with me and made me come out and say it. It's like, well, mm -hmm. at least I said something. You're gonna do what you're gonna do anyway. My nigga, if you thought that, then don't say nothing to me. Because no, I no. want you to, I, well, let me finish though. Okay. I want you to have enough confidence and enough vigor to come into the situation with it. Like my nigga, if I'm saying something, I plan on changing your mind. I ain't just bringing this shit up for the record so a nigga can be like, well, you know, Lou said something, man, but he went on and did what he did anyway. And that's my problem with it. And that's the problem that I have with most niggas that would do something like that. Like, don't do it just to do it. Do it and do it all the way, nigga. Like you said, make the sale. Make the sale, bro. Convince me that this isn't a good idea if you done double down enough to be like, hey, don't do this. Don't just say, hey, don't do it. And then I give you one little objection. You be like, all right, bro, you do what you want to do. You're a grown man. But Ken, what's the point then that you even saying anything? If you ain't going to go all the way with it and be like, nah, bro, you, you're not doing this. This is the stance that I'm taking with it. Like, you got to drag me out of here for you to be able to get this done. If that ain't the case, then don't say anything. <laughs> that's that's how I look at it. Spike. I, I, I imagine that you disagree. You are wild. You talk about ego of just saying something. I, I, ain't, I ain't letting you leave out of here. I'm, I'm taking your keys. I'm telling Shawty you. Facts, you don't even. Yes, nigga. Come if you're going to do it, do it. If you're going to do all of it, if you're going to start the conversation, then do Joe it. Joe Clark over here. Don't just <laughs> lock the doors. Put the chains on the doors, nigga. Hey, like, don't, don't come at me with that half-ass weak they, ass soft no, ass bro. like that real bro i mean you gonna do what right. you want to do let's put you bro. in a scenario bro let's okay. put you there because i think you're thinking it's like some like i'm i'm because if if, if y'all don't have, i want it to be here's what I'm, I'm just saying. saying i want it to be authentic like you were saying earlier that's what i'm saying it's got to be authentic because we don't see this in male friendship black men friendships right so the right. moment it, but he know how you are he know you got a little right. situation or uh, whatever so he found it in himself to speak up. Like he already seen some close calls, but it didn't turn into nothing. But tonight looked like the night you about to go ahead and hop over the fence. He says something. Okay. And he okay. says that approach was like, look, bro. Then that should be enough. There he, he couldn't nope. have no, he no. He couldn't have approached you coming in with the mindset, oh, I I I got something to gain. I'm gonna walk away and say, hey, I said something. I'm not coming if I if I feel the need to be the square lane bro right now and speak up and tell you like bro you got to get out of pocket I, I, I'm gonna tell you bro I don't think you really want to do that everything gonna change at this point and then like but you know you're a grown man I ain't telling you what to do you're gonna do what you're gonna do but I'm just telling you bro See, that's no cool. that's 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 where I have the problem that's why but then don't, if I do it but if I don't me, do that don't, then how, how authoritative don't straddle the fence that's what I'm saying that's the point that I'm making though 
like if you're gonna say that and you're saying that to a real friend right i want you to be a real friend and your objection and be like nah like bro you're not doing this like it ain't gonna be no soft ass objection and being like well i mean if you want to do it you can go ahead and do it because at that point now i'm wondering and again it's may just be a spike blue thing i'm wondering like well what the fuck did you even say something in the first place for? there you go See? like you just said you've seen it lead up to this point you've seen the other conversations that i had why are you now just saying something you soft with it and being like well i mean bro like you know you're not supposed to be doing that man but hey, i ain't i ain't going with me bro they you get put out the ball, like man. That. It ain't on me. <laughs> That's why. You talk about some Winnie the Pooh friend over here talking <laughs> soft. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess, uh, old bro, man. You man, get I put out the ball, man. It ain't on me, bro. Oh, no, bro. I'm just saying, man. You, you a wild. Me, That's how it sounds like when you say that to me, like, other than, like, again, the people that I want to be around when you ask me what pleases me the most is someone who could be like, I'm going all the way in. It's not a sense of I'm making a suggestion because I think this will ruin your life and I want you to do right. It's like, no, bro, I know who you are. I'm comfortable with being the person that comes up to you and being like, nah, bro, we're not doing this. Like, those are the people that you should be hanging out with or expecting that type of, uh, if they are breaking into it, that's the type of break into it that they should have. Like, it, it shouldn't be no soft objection. But it's that's not all a, I'm saying. Like it can't be halfway. It's not soft. Like if I'm your homeboy and you respect me, like I'm gonna go all the way, and you gotta respect that. But who are you to that's go all I'm the way? Because now you sound like you're trying to be my dad. But why even say anything? No, no. But now you sound that's like you're trying point. to be my dad. Now you're like, no, right. I'm not letting. That. I'm, I'm trying to be the nigga that knows okay, but best the, for you right oh, now when you don't know best. Oh, but this is the and person that has a problem with authority. That, yes. See, that's that what don't I'm work. Saying. That don't but work. That's the problem. The problem with it is, Mo. You can't go with you can't go into it halfway. Though. That's not halfway. Like a niggas, a niggas, we don't respect that as men. Like men don't respect that. You know good and well, just like I know. If somebody came up to you, your homeboy that you respect, and you have like you have enough respect for him to listen to him and be like, you know what, you're right. I may not want to do what you're saying right now, but you made such a compelling point, and I fuck with you so much, I'm going to do it even though I didn't want to right like there should be friends like that that you have in your life so if you come to me as a friend and you're like hey man i don't know like uh, no nah, that ain't that ain't the approach that ain't, you state your point and say but at the end of the day bro you're gonna do what you're gonna do see that's they, soft though no that's it's not soft close. that's not soft that's don't, that's don't no 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 don't don't no, say no. you do what you want to do because you're right as no, a man you i know that grown, i have the right to do that you're a grown man you're respecting this other grown man by saying that i'm 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 gonna give you my pitch and say bro look i don't rock with that bro I, don't, I think that's trash i don't really like what you're doing bro i don't think you should do that you're gonna mess up your whole family situation but at the end of the day you're a grown man you're gonna do what you're gonna do that's not don't soft no 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 because that's giving a nigga no 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 that's not giving him out i'm not giving a nigga hold on hold on with an out here's not why it's not an out for me if I it's not a, you. but it's not an out though you know why it's not because i led with my point that's not giving you an out by saying you're a grown that's res no that's respecting no 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 that's respecting that we are peers that's respecting that this is man to man i'm not over you i'm not your father i'm not trying to be an authoritative figure i'm stepping in saying these this is why i don't rock with it but at the end of the day what it's it's up to you and it is up to them so i'm reassuring that i'm not trying to be an authoritative figure right now stepping out of pocket of our friendship for the first time and tell you what you're wrong at i'm telling you i'm still your friend and i don't rock with this but at the end of the day it, 
you're gonna do what you're gonna do you know what and you know why it works because it's like when your woman tells you hey you gonna wear that you be like yeah i'm gonna put this on oh okay no 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 look it is the same no 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 bro here's why it's the same conversation hold on here's why it's the same it's the same because the Man, energy was wild. That was. <laughs> Here's why it's the same. Nuts. That's, that is nuts. Uh, but here's why it's the same. It's the same because it's like just the fact that you brought it up, I I I have to be able to shake that out of my mind, bro. Like when a woman, I don't know how many times my wife has said, you gonna wear that? I, I liked it better when you wore this. Well, I'm gonna wear this. Then five minutes go, 10 minutes go. I'm still thinking like, dang, what's she trying to say? She really trying to say this is so when a man comes up and say, bro, you, I'm telling you, bro, you're gonna do this. You still want to pursue. Nah, bro, I got it. Don't even worry about it. I got it. But the more you do that, you're still thinking about what your homeboy just said to you. Say, any day you're gonna do what you do, bro, but I don't rock with you. You're gonna play all that in your head. So it works, bro. It's not, it's not not coming hard. It's respecting the relationship and the approach that you've never done that before. When you've been friends with somebody for a long time. And you normally do this, then yeah, now you gonna come come with the gangster like, bro, man, that's tr- bro, fall back. Not dude. even gangster, bro. I'm just saying, it needs to be more affirmative in the sense of I'm not giving you an out and saying if this is what you want to do, because from the point, all of these relations, all of these conversations that we've had about elevated conversation, yeah, there are people that you do that with, Mo. You're absolutely right. I want to acknowledge that. I'm talking about the niggas who you really friends with and you really have you you have the best intention for their life, right? You know what it means to them to be um happily in a relationship, happily married, and you see them making a mistake. I'm talking about if you see your friend making a mistake and you not wavering off, I think this is wrong. Right? That's what I'm talking about in the sense of respect. Like even when you're saying the authority figure, the person on the other end of that, the person who I'm telling, hey man, like you shouldn't be doing this, bro. That person would be looking at me like, okay, you, you're right. Lou don't usually say this. So if he has came out and said this and he was firm on this is what's going on and you're in the wrong, not if you want to do it, then you can do it. It's on you. That's the part of it that I have the problem with. When you have a strong relationship with somebody, you have like, again, pause, man energy, you can tell somebody when they're wrong, when they're in the wrong, and you, you don't have to give them an out. You don't have to say, but if you want to do it this way, bro, then it's cool. Because that's giving a nigga the opportunity to be like, well, maybe I'm fucked up, or maybe this is just me, or maybe not. No, bro. I know you. I'm not giving you the opportunity to be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it just because, like he said, I mean, you can do it if you want. That's on me. No, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm telling you what's wrong and what's right based off our relationship and me having enough confidence and enough um, enough uh, currency and what we got. Yeah, importance in what you and I got going on together. Like if I seen you out cheating on your wife with everything that we've built and doing this show and the conversations that we have, Mo, it wouldn't be a if you feel like you cool with it, man, it's cool with me, man. I'm just saying. I'm see, you say keep something. moving the goal. It it's cool that. with me. That is like, the, see, look at you. Saying, no, though. I said. I said. At the end of the day, you gonna do what you gonna do. I didn't Bro, say it was cool with the, me. That's what that means. Again, I'm in. Oh, you, you always talk about how about how I be in sales and yeah. That's what that means when a nigga be like. I mean, at the end of the day, okay, that's a whole can of worms for you to be like. Oh, you can do whatever the fuck you want to. Okay, this guy. 
I'm telling you, bro. I hear you, but it's like, who are you to say? Who are you to say? I'm giving you an out. Who are you to say I'm not giving you an out? Who are you? Your friend. So, your friend that has your uh, best interest in mind. Uh, but 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 right? again, you're and my we friend. We all have friends like you don't have no that's control. That's what this show is about: being able to establish those type of friendships with other men, right? Yeah. Like the reason that I have a problem with authority and the reasons that it keep coming up in the show is like those are people that I don't know. I don't know a police officer. I don't know a judge. Those people don't have my best interest at heart because they haven't gotten to know me as a man. Someone who knows me as a man doesn't have to give me an out because they they have these expectations and these things that they know that i'm capable of they sit back and watch we're friends we know what we are as far as um thoughts expectations for lack of a better word you've been you've been around homeboys right and maybe y'all drink and you ever seen one of your homeboys drunk did you take their keys yeah that's happened before absolutely okay niggas have done that to me before absolutely but you you've took their keys you yeah, yeah, uh, yes, yes, that's happened before. And what was your mindset when you you took their keys? There's no way me being someone who loves you is gonna let you drive in the state that you're in. Okay. You can be mad at me. You can want to fight. I'll, whatever you want to take it to, after I take your keys, that's cool. But I feel that strongly in our relationship and what my convictions are as you being safe and me being somebody who feel like that they need to keep you safe. And now nah, we're not doing this. You call a cab, you can sleep right here on the curb for all I care, my nigga. But you're not driving home. Okay. So And I think that's respectable as friend. Like your real friend should be able to do that with you. It's like it's not gonna be pleasant all the time, bro. It's not gonna be like you shouldn't have to give people that you love out. Like you shouldn't have to give your wife or I'm, I'm gonna. It's different with parents because, of course, yeah, of course, yeah, so you got to get them out. But people who niggas that genuinely fuck with you, I'm talking. About. I ain't talking about running the mill niggas that you meant. You may have been knowing five ten. I'm talking about niggas who genuinely have an investment in you being okay. They know your family. They know your moms. They know people that know you who would know that it would be a devastating thing that if you weren't around. Well, if you did something to fuck all of this up, I'm talking about those people that can make those type of convictions in your life and be like, you may not be at your best right now. And I'm going to be the person that steps in to make sure everything stay OK. And you can fight me on it. You could be mad at me about it tomorrow, but I'm not going to give you a way out. And you can look at it as an authority or whatever you want to look at it. But I'm the person right now who you aren't in your best judgment that's going to be able to take care of you because you trust that in me as a friend. I'm going to do that. Now, again, it, that ain't for everybody. So, that ain't a random nigga that you just met and you talking to. Right, like, right, right. Oh, of course, bro, like, of course. That ain't that. I'm talking about real niggas that you value and genuinely want to see do better. Okay. So then let me tie it back to a conversation on previous episodes. So what you feeling that way, are you are you at the stage in your life where you will confront your friend on something? Like we when I spoke about the DUI situation where I confronted them about right. You know, and you said, "Man, I can't even see myself doing it." Has things changed since since that episode? Where now, based on what you're saying now, if you you see your friend out of pocket, you will confront them. Not necessarily if they're out of pocket out with of you, pocket, but like, they, like like this, or like just yeah, like yeah, like like this. Yeah, I feel like that's my responsibility. Absolutely. So you feel differently be, than what you? I wouldn't be on brand with what we've been doing for 58 episodes and saying like oh, I can just watch it go by. There's been um, we didn't do anything about. Um, 
modern events or whatever, current events or anything like at the top of the show, but there was the stories going around on social media. This girl was talking crazy to this group of guys and the nigga hit him with a brick. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's been this whole back and forth on social media all week. Cause there were niggas standing around. There were people explaining why, well, I mean, she shouldn't have been doing this and maybe she wouldn't have got hit with the brick. And they were trying to make excuses for the niggas. We're at the point in our lives and I'm at the stage in my life, in my journey, we're like, I don't see it possible where I would be standing around and nigga hit a bitch with a brick. Right? Like, what about like you at your age and where you are? Like, could you see you being out with your wife and your kids and you know you got to make sure that they're safe too? And a nigga pick up a brick and finna hit a bitch because they arguing. Do you feel like that you would break in there and be like, hold on, bro? Like, you gonna, you gonna hit him with a brick? The 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 fake answer would be like, nah, man, I, I gotta step in. But the, <laughs> but the reality is, I don't know if this guy strapped. I don't know if he on pills. I don't know if I'm gonna leave here. It, I hate to say that, but bro, it's so real though. Because I don't know This man threw a brick at a woman I don't know his mental state And I don't know if this man might pull a strap and shoot I can't convince him not to shoot me Like that video we spoke and about you got a family And I got, a, gotta protect. I got something to lose Or oh, they, they could lose me And now your family by themselves That's what I'm saying it, These situations are really hard bro Is it wrong Is it wrong to consider those things though Before you think about protecting her No it's not wrong But I, I don't These are the things that I think about all the time bro I think about this stuff all I see like today I just I seen a lady walking and I think she had her kid and it's it, it's so hard I like a part of me is like I want to give you a ride and I've done this before but I probably put myself in some situations that it could have been a close call just trying to give somebody a ride now this lady didn't look like no uh homeless lady or nothing like that it just looked like she didn't have a car watch out man it was a black woman so she didn't wife, I mean bro. yeah no 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 doubt I mean but it's like it's always this hard thing for me where I'm like I want to be able to help because I'm like bro you can change somebody's life or their day just by assisting but I don't want it to be at the the point where it costs my life you know what I'm saying so it's so hard bro to see, make that call here's the thing in that 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 I think right even with the lady getting hit with the brick and what the conversation is around what we're having is I have to be invested in that person if I'm gonna be Batman and I'm coming to try to save the day, I I need to know how we got to this point. I need to know your like background, and that's not anything that's going to happen yeah. in a random situation where a nigga hit a woman with a brick. So like you're saying, I gotta consider my family, I gotta consider my well-being, and all of these things in that moment when this lady is getting hit with the brick. First is the difference of with my homeboy. Like I've considered all these things. I know what's best for you, bro. That's why I'm standing with so much conviction. That's why I'm going to come with you with so much authority. Like, now we're not doing this. I'm not giving you the opportunity to get out of this just because it's something that you want to do in the um, spur of the moment. Yeah. Right. Like, so that's the difference in those two situations. And, and what I mean when I say that, we have to be able to feel strongly enough about the people that we care for, that we can be authoritative figures in our life sometimes. Not all the time you don't want to be this bossy, demanding person, but sometimes you would admit, I would admit, we're not always at our best. And it's great to have someone around you who can be like, hey, no, bro, I got you. Well, you may have been slipping right here in this moment. I can provide you with some better direction or another perspective 
that you should respect because you respect me and our relationship. And that's what I mean when I say that not being soft on the way if you want to. I'm never going to say that to a homer that I truly care about because I've came to you and I brought this up. It ain't no if you want to. I know what you want to do. That's why I said something. That's why I came up and I brought this up to you because I see it in your eyes and I know you. We're familiar with each other. And I'm familiar enough with you to know that I'm going to come and say something. I'm not going to give you any out of being like, well, if you want to, what's up to you, but you know you have this to lose. Now, nigga, I'm talking to you because I know you got this to lose. And this is the next move that you should make because I see you going the wrong road. And you can call it over authoritative or whatever it may be. So you okay with somebody doing that with you? I want people to have those type of relationships with me. Absolutely. I want somebody to be okay. able to feel that strongly about the relationship that we have where they can be like, nah, bro, you're doing the wrong thing. And I ain't saying it's because of ego or anything like that. I'm saying it's because I genuinely know you and I know the road that you're trying to walk down and I know that, that this ain't it. I want people to have that type of relationship with me, absolutely. So you're okay with, you're okay with that authority? Absolutely. If, okay. Again, if I feel like it's genuine. Okay, but you say, yeah, you say it because people that don't know you, that's some, the issue. Yeah, like, it's some niggas, okay. yeah, like, that. they'll throw that shit in there, then they'll gotcha. be like, boy, you do what you want to. To me, that's ego shit. Like, if I'm going to say something to someone who I feel like is my friend, I'm standing on it. I ain't giving you no out. Well, I, let me, I think that it's just, it depends on the stage of the friendship. Like, if we've been rocking for a long time, absolutely. Like, I'm not, like, I'm that friend. I've all, I've been that way. So, I'm speaking to, like. It depends on how good a friend you exactly. are. And even, and here's, and so. for. This ain't for intermediate friends. This That's what I'm saying. Real, but even like, this but this is, is like friends that we've been oh. cool, but we haven't entered that phase of the maturation of this friendship. We've always been cool. We noticed that we're all going through some stuff. We're getting a little older, but we haven't necessarily started being vulnerable necessarily. Then I would agree with you. I would so, agree with you. See what I'm saying? So we're, that's, I would that, agree with you on be like, okay. you do what you want to, bro. You say at the end of the this day, is the type of person that I am. But this is right? my We've first been entry. Friends. You may, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You may not know me like this. You may not expect this from niggas who fuck with you, but this is the type of person that I am. And I'll still give you the way out because yeah. we ain't really friends like that. I ain't talking about those niggas. Though. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking we about, friends yeah, like that. I just want to make it clear. No, no we not. No, 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 no. Hold if on. I got to give you an out. We not friends like that. Hold on, bro. Cause, cause the friendship, just like relationship, goes through phases. You didn't okay. start off rocking like I'm telling my homeboy straight up what I'm going through. I, we, it, it's, it, it's a maturation process. So I'm saying we really are friends. I really been rocking with you, but we hadn't crossed that threshold of vulnerability with one another. I ain't told you about my real problems. I ain't, I ain't tell you that I caught a disease and I, I had to catch, I had to take pills and clear up. I didn't tell you like, you know, just whatever, you know what, what homeboys talk about. Like, bro, I, I got caught slipping, bro. I didn't use it. Whatever. We haven't got to that phase, but you are my friend and I actively kick it with you, but we never crossed the threshold of vulnerability where I have stepped in and felt the need to tell you like, bro, I, I don't think you should do that now where we are we got years now it's past that we're not at that stage what the bro i ain't giving you no out absolutely no no all right bro when you do that then don't 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 holler all right bro then whatever then i'm out like you rocking like that then i'm out i don't rock with that like i told you like i had that homeboy when i was young like how you treating his mama like i was like nah bro we and, and we wasn't cool and he he respected he hit me up years later like bro i appreciate it. i said yeah bro i don't like how you treat your mom and your sister bro they ain't they ain't cool I, I I don't not rock with niggas like that, and I was a high schooler, and I told him straight up. So I, I I understand. I'm just talking about the phase of friends that you never have gotten to that point of telling your friend in this space of like 
crossing over to a new uh, dynamic of the friendship. That's what I'm saying. Where you're you're at, absolutely. What you would do, I would do the same thing. Absolutely. I'm not giving you no like, I I was that friend in college. Like I was before I ever smoked a cigarette or black and mild. Like I had a my cousin. I remember we was going to a party on campus, and this man man pulled out a black and mild. <laughs> he pulled out a black and mild, bro. And he tells me this story. I hate I hate even when he brings the story up. But I was like, I say, like, bro, what are you doing? Is I about to smoke a cigar? I was like, nah, man, that's ugly. Man, we kings. What you doing? Like I was I was a different dude in college, bro. I was so dead. I was like, bro, what you man, doing? That's ugly. Like, we look good. You smoking? You smoking black and miles? What's wrong with you, bro? Like, dude, I was. Uh, I was so Man, I bet you was a sick Oh, I was oh, sick, God. bro. I was, God, a, I bet you was a people sick. was like, but people used to laugh, but they was like, that's H three. Like, that's H three. Like, he ain't letting stuff ride. I was very outspoken. Very I, I didn't have what life. Kind of cigarettes you used to smoke? Uh I I would smoke a Marlboro uh seventy twos Oh my god. What? They they were like Marlboro's, are you serious? Seventy twos, yeah, they was the small pack. They was the smallest cigarette you can get on the market. And they were smarter than the shorts. And they was they pack a lot of power. They was the green joints. They were small. Yeah, man. Them, them, the, I, yeah, menthol. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think about that Dave Chappelle skit. Why do black people smoke menthol? Every answer was the right answer. <laughs> that was the most funniest skit. Like every answer was the right answer why black people smoke menthol. But yeah, that's what I used to smoke. But uh Okay, well let this I you know, tying it back to embarrassment. Good. That was good. Before we get out of here, um, why do you think this generation doesn't handle it well? And what advice would you give people as far as the bounce back and understanding it's like it's not the end of the world? Because I mean, we've seen things that have come out online with some younger people that like because they were so embarrassed of this this being out, which the embarrassment level is totally different. I respect y'all, Gen Gen X, Gen Z, or Gen Z. But so I understand the embarrassment level is different and sometimes it can go viral, but some of them will end their life after that. So I want to ask you before we get out of here, uh, what would you say to like how to bounce back from being embarrassed? Even if you caught online slipping and looking goofy and what would you say to this generation where they got a whole different pressure and different things going on? What, what would you say to them to just push through that? You know what? I think what we have to be able to admit when we're right here is kicking facts and having the conversations and stuff that we don't know as well. Uh, this new generation, I mean, I couldn't imagine when I was 14, 15, 16, 17 years old having to deal with the shit that they deal with, like, with like social media. Yeah. Like, it's kids now. Bro, I have a godson. He's in... He might be 11 years old. Like, this nigga wear like Gucci and Travis Scott's and Vinci. Shit that, like we used to wear a Tommy Hilfiger when I was in school. Polo, shit look like that. that you was flick, you was fresh thin. My point is, niggas got like kids. $150 shirts, $400 jeans on, $600 shoes, chains with their name on it. And these kids are in the fifth, sixth, seventh grade. And I couldn't imagine what that would be like if I had the access to those things at that age. So I can honestly say, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they deal with it, bro. Mm. Like, their whole life is online. They're different from us. I'm right on the cusp of remembering when there was no internet. There was no, like... No, I'm on the cusp. Like, 
shut up, nigga. Like, I ain't that <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, no, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I remember when niggas had like Black Planet. Yeah. Like my nigga Dro had like this little keyboard that you hooked up to your TV. I can't think of the name of that shit. Oh, like, man. But you hook the keyboard up to your TV, don't give you the internet. And like, like that shit was so like. Dial up joint. Mind blowing us, bro. I had AOL, Man. nigga, and we're going to chat rooms. Oh, like, yeah. That shit was mind blowing to me. But these motherfuckers got Instagram and they got Twitter and they got TikTok, all these different things yeah. they could do. And that shit is spiral out of control in moments and you be the talk of the town. I don't, I don't know. Could you imagine? I don't know what to say to a teenager, bro, who gets embarrassed online and say, like, how you bounce back from that? Because I know they think that that's their whole world. Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing to them. How I look online, how I do all these things. So I. As an old head, I have no clue, bro. Could, I would love for a young person to be able to come talk about. I would love to have a young person on here. Love that, absolutely, bro. But for me, I have no idea. Like I Spike, you remember you said you you did you you did a prank and you mooned the coach. Yes. Imagine if that went viral. Exactly. <laughs> like, would, bro, that'd be online forever, nigga. Bro, like that would have been a gift. Like, come on, that would have been a gift in a text message. Like I people would have. And again. Just because of who I was and the people that I hung around, like I was able to forget about that in a week. Yeah. Like niggas like may have laughed and joked about it. You may have felt bad. I may have felt bad. I thought about that before we did this show, because we were talking about embarrassments and I knew I that would probably come up. That shit lasted maybe four days. Maybe. Max four days, nigga. Bro. After that, nigga, who gave a fuck? I didn't care. Nigga. I mean for real though. I don't give a fuck about this coach and but, it, but it was a lot Nobody but it was on a, this team. But it was a lot at the time though. It was a lot at the time, 100%, but that's Boy. how long it lasted, about yeah. about then, maybe four days. Now, people got footage of stuff. That shit lasts oh, forever. That shit, that'll go with you through your whole childhood, nigga. And yeah. I, could, I could see how a child would be like, man, my life is over. And I don't know the answer to that. I ain't yeah. going to sit here and try to act like a nigga. And we ain't necessarily coming with the answer. Like, oh, just some thought patterns. Nah, yeah, Just like, some thought probably, Yeah, If someone who does have the answer want to come on the show and talk about it, come on. I'd love to hear it, but... I, I do not know how a young person is 16, 17 now gets embarrassed, beat up online, something happened to them where they, like they did something dumb at school, it's taped, it go viral, everybody retweeting it, me and sure. you laughing at it at 30 and 40 year olds. I don't know how somebody live that down, bro. You're I'll right. be honest with you. I don't, right. I don't know how that happens. You're right. I, I, I remember when I was a kid, I, I me and my me and my brother got in a fight and I whooped him and, and I remember all our cousins was around. They was laughing like, oh, oh. I mean, I'm, I'm whooping my brother. Like we wrestling or whatever. I'm whooping him. Your younger brother, you're older. young. I, I'm the oldest, so it was my younger brother. He a year younger, oh. well, eleven months. And so then my cousin steps up, and you, know, you older than me, and it's a girl, and she oh, whipped man. and she whooped me, bro. Oh, she whooped me. And we kids, and bro, I was so embarrassed. I ran in the house and I hid under the bed. And I, at that time, bro, I feel like people will forever remember my girl How cousin. Man, it was a grip ago. I might have been really young, like eight nine. Or like yeah, it really it had to be really young, bro. It's probably around there because it's such a it's a that blur. Me, though. When I was young, my girl cousin, because she was older than me, that would yeah. say, "Oh, she beat you up." Yeah, I, I remember that vividly. Still at forty oh, years man. old, and now we talking about some shit that happened when we was maybe seven or eight, maybe yeah. younger than that. Yeah, right. Until I, I got into my boy strength and was being nah, a boy, yeah. like nah, <laughs> yeah, nah. fall we, back, we keep her away from me. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, but I remember that being a thing. Maybe five, six years old, and the jokes from your grandma and the oh, other, man. like mom, like oh, she beat you up. 
You know I mean, they was like, Lump, where you at? Where? Oh, they were looking for me. I was under the bed. I remember they was watching boxing right. pay-per-view. Like, that's I never, happened to me. Yeah, that's happened I'll to me. I'll never forget that, bro. Absolutely. Like, I was just How many crazy. years ago was that? You know, over 30 years, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely over 30 years. That was that over Still 25 years Absolutely. ago, I think, or something. 20, that happened yeah. to me. I, I 100%. Because, I, again, I have a cousin that's older than me, maybe three, four months older than me. So she was always, Maybe one day like, I'll reach out and say if she remember this. I, I I I may reach out. It might be the most random. I ain't talked to you in a long time. I mean, probably over a decade plus. But, like, I may reach out on, just to be like, hey, you remember when you beat me up after I beat up my brother Bubba? Like... I, that's, still I just, my, that, that's still my closest member of the, other than my mom. That that cousin that we're talking about that you talk about it maybe you yeah. fight with. That's still the closest member of the family to me. You know, uh-huh. We talk all the time like this. And like, that definitely, <laughs> I remember that. And she does too. Like she remember when it changed too. Like it's funny. Yeah, you do. It's like all right. Boy, as we like, cut it short, like all right, bro. Right, like come on, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely remember those actors. Yeah, I got I got a lot of memories. I I could have I could have flooded y'all with so many embarrassing moments. I mean, life is full of you know. As an that. adult, though, I don't think it's a lot, though, right? Like that, that was one of the things. That you, we never well, you really know, got to as we wrap the conversation up, as an adult, there's been few and far between moments where I was like, yeah, it was embarrassing moment. Who gives a fuck, right? Like. I mean, I you can be embarrassing and not have a lot of weight, though. Like, you can be embarrassing and not have a lot of weight. That's happened a lot more so. I mean, you know, I, I, I spoke about, like, like when I tried to, when I, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this story no more. I think I told over there about the, the dollar burger story, like, that with my wife and, like, how I tried to do something, like, what? I, I don't even, I really don't want to share the story because every time I share it, I, I just look so dumb. I look so dumb in this, bro. I, I I think I told it on the air before, but we we was just at a point where I was like, we we was just broke like a lot, like because we was figuring out we had too many bills and not enough money. Basically, we had a lot. Of, we had car payments. We just had too many bills, and not enough money, and so we start. I was trying to implement something early. Like we not gonna. We, this is what we gonna cut off. We ain't spending no more money. So we leave service, and she's like, "Well, I want to go get a burger from Burger King." And I'm like, nah, we ain't spending nothing else. We whatever's at the house is what we doing. And she's like, I just want to get a dollar burger. I'm like, no, we're not getting nothing. I don't care if it's like a the Eddie Murphy Rock. Have you seen that? The Eddie Murphy what? You got McDonald's burgers at home. You ain't never seen the McDonald's burger with Eddie Murphy? <laughs> no, is that Man, Saturday Night Live or something? Oh, bro, you have to send it to me, please, bro. Please, and send me that all in the family joint too. It's with the guy with the black dude yeah. I definitely seen yes that. please send it to me it's the same exact scenario what you're saying the kids went to get McDonald's burgers and the nigga was like bro we got burgers at the end <laughs> I've seen that like I don't know if you've seen that meme where they talk about, about it. I'm gonna send it to you alright you know when people talk about the chicken sandwich they like you wanna die we got chicken sandwiches at home and they put like the, the chicken leg on some bread <laughs> <laughs> like at the barbecue, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. so I was like, nah, we not, we not getting no more burger. Like, we not spending no more money. It's like it's a dollar, it's a dollar twenty five. Like, I don't care. We ain't spending nothing else. So it was definitely like I was in a doghouse for a little bit, and so I had talked to her dad at the time when we was up, and he was just like, he was the first person, grown man. Like, I felt like he really understood me. He was like, look, I get it. You, 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 you trying to set a principle? You trying to set a president? On what y'all trying to do financially You you didn't want to spend no more money I, I get it, I totally get it And then he brought it all the way back and said But it's a dollar bro it's, <laughs> Like it, it, He did that, it just resonated <laughs> He was like, bro and I, He was like, it's a dollar And then it just hit, I was like, 
you're right. It is a dollar. He's like, he's like, you got to pick and choose your battle. I was young, married. I was like, he's like, you got to pick and choose your battles. Is this something you really want to be in an argument about? And I was like, no, not really. Do you really? Is it gonna really hurt you like that? I was like, no. And he's like, and yeah, so I when it shit out of you, bro, if I do that, because I couldn't be in a relationship and have to still figure out that type of shit and still be in love, like. Bro, well, it's work so you because you got. I think you the idea that's been presented to you. you it, it's a it, relationships are work. It's not a. It's they not are, just. Bro, I don't want to work on everything else while I'm working on my relationship too. What's everything else? That's my biggest problem. Like what you're saying, like, bro, if if I have to worry about a dollar burger, I shouldn't get in a relationship. Nah, bro, you you can't. Everything that's ain't always. The crime don't fit the bill all the time. Like it ain't always like I can't. It, just it's just it's more interesting. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's a me thing. But, but why like, end it because you're dollar, trying to a dollar burger or a two hundred dollar date or fifteen hundred dollar uh, vacation? I don't want to be in a relationship. Okay, those are totally different things, brother. Like we talking dollar <laughs> burger. You you in this goalpost is crazy. You you t- come on, like. But anyway, let me just wrap the story. So I I, I so when we'll he said it, later, yeah. Episode. Oh man, I can't wait. Uh, so when the light bulb went off, I said, Oh, you know what? She's it went through the week. She went to work on that Monday. I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go and get the dollar burger. And when she pull up, I'm gonna have a burger with her. I'm gonna be romantic and be like, look, I'm sorry, I got the burger. Even if she wouldn't have ate it, I was gonna be romantic. But what ended up happening was I got to the drive-through. I caught a flat tire, and I had to call her to come get me, oh, <laughs> bro, because they car wasn't working. I mean, she had to what, drive. What were you thinking when you got the flat? Oh, I was the flat. whole gesture. Who are you Oh, she was even more mad at me, bro. The whole gesture was over. So I try to apologize, and then it was even worse. Oh, See, that's so the crazy thing about me. She couldn't have been more mad. I would have been so mad at like oh, just everything in my existence. Oh, I, would have been mad I was like, I tried to do the right like, thing, bro. bro. I'm trying to do the right shit, bro. I would have been so like distraught. It was cold it outside. Like, oh man, bro. bro. I don't even know if I would have been able to call my like. I don't even know if I would have been able to call. I I, I would have been there like. Just no, I let it marinate for a little bit. I was, I was just I was posted for a second part, but yeah, yeah man. It, what's any other way that I can get out? Of I mean, yeah. seriously, but I, I didn't girl, have a. What's I, another way that I can get? I out was of down the street from the crib, though. That was the thing. I wasn't far out, so I was just like, "But man, like, I've got, I've got a lot of embarrassing moments. These things have just helped me to be able to be okay with when you look goofy. Like, I, I'm okay. This is what makes me so. This is why, and we'll get out of here. But like, this is why a relationship that I have with other men. I make them feel comfortable in regards to like sharing things like this because I'm quick to put myself in that space where it's like, <laughs> yeah, I bro, trust me, I've looked bad a lot, a lot of times, not in, not intentionally, but it happened. Now I'm looking a little more smooth. So I, I'm, I, I've made male relation, male relationships that I've had, friendships, I've made them feel more comfortable to be vulnerable in that way because I'm not gonna judge you because I got, I got material, bro, that you can, you can laugh. I try out. to do that. Yeah, that's a good point. I try yeah. to do that as well. With all my new male relationships or even the old ones, I'm not perfect, bro. So like anything that, that, that presents itself to you, like you don't have to be embarrassed when shit happens. Yeah. I think it's one of the biggest things is men that we do, like we tend to get embarrassed when shit happens because we think that people think that we're perfect. That's yeah. not the fucking case at all. Like yeah, shit happens okay. to all of us, bro. 
yeah. and being able to like what you asked me in the beginning what's the most important thing to me is people being authentic like oh nigga you go outside your car won't start you to jump i don't <laughs> care nigga i'm yeah. not gonna choke on you bro like, yeah. it's cool you can ask me for shit it's, it's all right nigga you need ten dollars fine bro yeah. just don't make your shit a habit my nigga. <laughs> don't do that shit it's cool bro. yeah like, we all go through shit <laughs> That's one of the hardest things that we have to admit to each other as men. Like, bro, we all go through shit, bro. Yeah. I ain't gonna judge you for some bullshit that you ask me. Ask me out of genuine heart, and I'm gonna be able to help you genuinely as well. And we can keep it moving. We gotta have a conversation about it. Ain't nothing to do other than that, other than I got you. Feel comfortable and understand that I got you, bro. Wow. Great way to end it. So. Great way to end it. Well, uh, I agree. I'm just gonna leave it at there, what Spike said. Like, I don't necessarily have the thought pattern right now for the younger generation. But what I would say is just understand that today is not tomorrow. So whatever goes viral, if you online or whatever the case is, just understand today is not tomorrow. So whatever you feel in the day, whatever is viral on you today, whatever you look bad on today, today is not tomorrow. And tomorrow's not the, the next day. So just understand that don't make a today decision when things could be different tomorrow. That's all I would say as far as embarrassment goes. Uh, Spike, what you got going on before we get out of here, brother? Um, all the normal stuff, man. Then there's sports on Tuesdays. Um, another week of the books on, of course, Fridays. Mm-hmm. Good earners on Mondays and uh, something that I'm missing on deck on Wednesdays. Absolutely hip hop. So make sure you tap into everything that we do. Be on the lookout for the new stuff. It's happening for the end of the fourth quarter. Got some surprises for you guys. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till it happens, man. What about you, Mo? Man, hey, y'all stop playing and put me on deck, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm about to start. I'm about to start. I'm about to start well, pulling up on y'all, man. I'm about to spin the block on both y'all. You, you, and Rich, do, man. I, hey, if y'all, if y'all, tell, put tell me, me what you want to do. Make the, make the play, make the case. So you want like a concept episode again? Happen. Y'all going back to that bag? I don't care. I don't care. If you tell me what you want to do. Okay, I'm gonna think on it because I know y'all got to y'all kind of do like y'all now. Y'all full ESPN with it, so. But if you willing to do like a con- concept episode, then I'll come up make with it something. Make sense. Make it make sense, and I'd love to have you on. Okay. I, I just want to do it before y'all be like, all right, bro, either we moving this way or we going to set it up. I got to get <laughs> on there, bro. I, I love y'all so much in y'all show, so I, I got to get on there. That's important to me. Um, but uh, like I said, another week of books uh, every Friday. Mon- Mafia Mondays. Don't forget to get uh, our podcast, Good Earners Reviewing the Sopranos. It's getting better and better, man. Shouts out to Rich. Uh, and also, Roll the Audio Drama Series. Season 4 is coming out soon. Late fall is the goal. Early winter, but I'm really trying to do late fall. I know people are waiting on it. And so, uh, y'all, but in the meantime, go binge those first three seasons, man. It's out there. It's free. Y'all go check it out, man. Um, that's pretty much all that I got going on. It's another week in the books. We out. Black man, absolutely. Another week in the books. Chapter 50. Eight. Why?